Welcome to episode one of the Bodacast, where it's my mission to level up your local worship team. This is a different kind of worship podcast. That's right. It's lessons from over a decade of mistakes, bad habits I had to discover and break in my own leadership that hopefully you can learn from my failures and avoid them for yourself. I like to think of this as an irreverent podcast where we discuss the real answers in worship ministry. It's irreverent because only God is to be revered and every other aspect of our lives must be evaluated. More on that in episode two. For now, I'm Daniel Sabota with a T. That's right, I'll be honest, I'm a little apprehensive about no one being able to remember how to spell my last name, but I figure if Carrie Newhoff can do it, the world might just be ready for Sabota with a T. Shout out to you, Carrie, you trailblazer. So, this podcast will primarily be a discussion around the articles I publish over on my blog at danielsabota.com with a T. I'll have at least one new article up every month. And then a corresponding podcast here, sometimes just me, but also with some friends because, well, that's what a discussion is. And I always think group podcasts are way easier to listen to than a monologue like like this. So, this podcast is about breaking bad habits in worship leadership at the local level. Everything from team leadership down to the practicals. I'm talking about leading difficult team members all the way down to breaking bad habits in your monitor mix. Like I said at the top, these articles are lessons from over a decade of behind-the-scenes worship leadership. I'm not your stereotypical worship pastor who stands in the middle of the stage and leads the song. So where people usually recognize me is they'll stop and say, hey, you were that guy on stage with fill-in-the-blank. In addition to band leading, most of my time in leadership has been as the one who leads worship team cultures off stage. Some places call that a community pastor. Um, So the time you'll find me center stage is leading team nights or kicking off rehearsals. Uh, This is a little bit different than some of the podcasts with big recording artists who are talking more about high-level things. This is about those questions and the things that you deal with really in the nitty-gritty. And we're in an interesting time because the way that we run worship teams is starting to be more and more homogenized. And what I mean by that is that it used to be if you had a church of 200, you ran it very different, um, your worship team, than a church of 2,000. But these days, I don't know if it's because of the internet or the consolidation of resources or what the deal is, but most churches of 200 can and probably should run their worship teams very similarly to the way that we do in a church of 2,000. And I'm going to be able to speak to that from a very local church perspective as I've been part of this for over a decade. So, who is this podcast for? It's for anyone with any amount of leadership in a worship team. Maybe you're just getting into ministry and you're facing certain situations for the first time, or maybe you've been doing this a long time and you're just not satisfied with the results you're getting from the things you're currently trying. So, I want to offer some thoughts from over a decade of full-time worship ministry to help challenge the status quo, maybe get you to question some of the default answers and offer some alternative viewpoints um, to maybe some of the perspectives that are coming from a recording artist or a very different seat than someone who's down in the trenches on the local level. So I also hope this can be a fun time where we laugh at ourselves in the church sphere uh, and a lot of the bad habits we've gotten into that if we just take a step back are actually pretty silly. 
So, irreverent. I love what Pastor Willie George back at Church on the Move said about this. I remember he said, anything that can't be questioned, anything that can't be changed, that is what we have elevated to the status of the divine. He said, only God doesn't change. That means everything else is on the table. So, when there's anything that we have elevated to the status of the divine, we're actually worshiping our methods or worshiping our expectations. Only God does not change. Only his divinity shouldn't be questioned. That means everything else, mm, that should be questioned. And this is where the general consensus comes into doubt, where the default answers that we get um, a lot of, which are nice, but may not actually fit the tool that we're working with. Um, This is where we can also consider alternatives that challenge the status quo. Now, I don't believe there are one-size-fits-all answers anywhere. Um, I hope that this podcast is where we can take a step back from the weekend grind and laugh at a lot of what happens in church. So I hope you're ready to be irreverent and make fun of almost every single thing that we do in church, because there are so many things that I've done that eventually I have to ask myself, step back and say, like, why do I do these things? And also, is this working? A lot of times we're doing things because we've always done them, or somebody one time said you should, and so we just have out of habit and they're just not serving the results that we're looking for. My hope is that you can save time by beginning to question those things early without you having to go through the same years of bad practices and bad results that I went through. Again, I want to emphasize there are no such thing as one-size-fits-all answers. The insights I provide might not be for you. That's okay, but I would encourage you to question how your leadership and ministry might be different if you did consider a different answer. The core problem I hope to remedy is the current echo chamber of vague worship ministry answers. And the reason I feel I can provide answers is because I spent years making mistakes. I was scrolling through Twitter yesterday and I saw this post from Adam Grant. It says this, hiding weaknesses doesn't project strength. It reflects insecurity. No matter how hard you try, people who know you well will see your flaws. Isn't that the truth? You might as well get credit for having the humility to look for them, the self-awareness to spot them, and the integrity to admit them. I couldn't agree more. Here's the thing. I didn't start writing these articles or recording these podcasts because I have achievements to brag about. My goal for everything you read or hear is for you to be able to identify pitfalls and mistakes early on that I crashed and burned on. Hopefully, you can avoid. Uh, So, for example, the next article is about dealing with difficult team members. My suggestions are formed from years of tolerating and consequently suffering the effects of not appropriately dealing with these kinds of bad characters. Uh, When you listen to the podcast about bad bosses... It won't be a tell-all about my employers, but rather more of a confessional of how I led my direct reports poorly. If you're looking advice for how to sell platinum records or improve your vocal technique, I will happily point you to other resources. But if you found yourself with any amount of recognized leadership over or within a worship team, I have got lessons to offer you from my mistakes. Maybe you're aspiring to more team leadership I just say consider the tools I offer as research to start building your tool belt before you find yourself in that spot. In addition to leadership, I'm also passionate about the practicals. 
Articles and podcasts will range from worship philosophy to producing, or even just how to run a good rehearsal. So that's the what. I guess we'll get into the who. Who am I? I'm Daniel Sabota. I live in beautiful northern Colorado. I'm a son, husband, father of two, and I've been in full-time ministry for over a decade. I started as a youth volunteer at my church in California, eventually became youth worship leader, and once I could drive, I started serving at a second church in the larger town about half an hour away also. After high school, I attended an international school of worship in India, led by the church in India, and after that, found my way to Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I would eventually become the worship coordinator, interim assistant director, then assistant director, interim director, and then co-director. I held like every job title you could have there at ORU Worship. And during my time at ORU, I found myself on stage with some amazing artists and in churches, including Church on the Move, Desperation Student Ministry at New Life Church, Empower 21 Global Conferences, Victory Church, Battle Creek Church, as well as uh, artists like Don Moen, Jared Anderson, Ricardo Sanchez, and so many more. So, almost 20 years of leading worship and then full-time ministry since 2011. In recent years, I've been on staff at the local church level, almost seven years at my church in Illinois before moving here to northern Colorado. So if I were you, I might be thinking, Daniel, I don't seem to remember seeing you host any worship conferences. You think you've got it all figured out? (laughs) The answer is not at all. In fact, I believe my greatest qualification for this podcast is I've made more mistakes and have had to learn from failure after failure. My hope is not that you try to clean wisdom from my accomplishments, but rather you would learn from my blunders and mistakes without having to pay the price for yourself. I honestly believe that you can be spared the frustration and wasted time of running around in circles with the right answer when you can make real progress with a real answer. And then depending on how cynical you are, Your follow-up question might be, got it, you're going to call out those mega ministry heretics. The answer for that is definitely not. My goal for this podcast is not to pick fights or stir up controversy against any other worship leaders out there. My hope is that you'll be able to find yourself in this podcast. If you're still listening here in episode one and you're already feeling a bit defensive, know this. I'm not here to pick fights with you. I've probably never worked with you, but I have seen enough worship teams to notice some common bad habits and practices. I'm here to help you level up your own leadership and invite you to evaluate your own blind spots and then hopefully level up your local worship team. Two things on that. The first is that the local level. I have been to so many worship conferences um, where it's a recording artist on stage they get into a Q&A time. Someone comes forward and says, hey, I've got a question that I need answered. And it's usually something about the local church. How do I handle a difficult team member? Um, and what happens is that recording artist doesn't have the context to speak into that. And they'll give a very broad answer, a very nice answer. It could be something like, have you tried getting coffee with them and showing that you care about them as a person? That's nice, you know, round of applause. And they might even say, hey, that's, I can't speak into your specific local church uh, context, which is also a nice answer. Um, But the thing is, there's not a million different scenarios with these things. 
there are really only a few, and they've come up again and again. And so I'd like to help the conversation further by offering insight from the local level about how to be a better community pastor. The second thing is about blind spots. I have a story when I was with the team with ORU Worship. We were in Hong Kong, and we were walking down the street to the venue, and uh, I'm walking with a team, and one of our vocalists turns over to me and says, so Boda, have you always walked like that? (laughs) And I said, walked like what? And then she immediately said, oh, never mind. She did not want to get into that. She did not realize I was unaware that I walked very differently from other people. And I prodded for an answer and said, wait, you've got to unpack this. What, what do you mean, do I walk like that? And then she pointed out that when I walk, I point with my toes facing outward, like, like almost a 45-degree angle pointed out. 25 years of life. I had never noticed that I walked weirdly. And I think that's my hope for this podcast, that maybe you will find yourself in one of my blunders and be able to say, wow, I never realized I have that blind spot in my life. So, guests. I've made quite a few friends over the years with a vast breadth of specialization, and I am super excited to bring their perspective on issues that they think could benefit from their real answers and help your local worship team level up. Some familiar names, but also some brand new voices to the church creative podcast sphere. Uh, My wife, Madison, has also been leading worship for decades, so you can expect to hear a lot from her, yay, especially since it should hopefully be easy to schedule her for recording those episodes. A little teaser of some of the upcoming topics, we've got difficult team members, the casualties of spontaneous worship, get off the stage, my church doesn't worship, modern day idols in the church, micromanagement, restraint, worship lies, and leadership transitions. Now what? Well, join me as we dive into irreverence, doubt the default, question the status quo, and help you level up your worship leadership and hopefully level up your local worship team too. I'll have a new episode up every month, And the best way to make sure you get that is to follow this podcast. And if there's a challenge you're facing or a topic you'd like addressed, shoot me a message, daniel at danielsabota.com, or hit me up on Facebook. I am looking forward to this journey together.